22-year absence, the Boston Celtics are NBA champions once again. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Seven seconds. They got Benetarian range. I'll tell you, what Tom Brady just did gives me goosebumps. Wide again for Tierney. Tierney's cross. Lucic, top of the circle, Horton, the drive, score! The Bruins knock out Montreal! Welcome back to another podcast by Boston Sports Extra. I'm your host, Anthony Crisante. On this Red Sox edition, I am joined by Justin Gonzalez and Matt O'Halloran. Justin and Matt, how are you guys? What's up, guys? What's happening? How much? I'm doing well. Are you ready to talk some Red Sox baseball? Yeah. Great. Let's get started. So uh, uh, the Red Sox uh, taking on the Yankees two games in, looking really good out there. Justin, uh, what are your thoughts so far in the series? So Thursday, we're going to start off with Thursday. Thursday uh, was uh, Brian Johnson versus um, Sebastian. It was it was Sabathia. That's right. I, I'm drawing a blank. I'm I'm still sleeping, guys. I'm sorry. It was uh it was Sabathia. It was BJ Brian Johnson, and uh, it was I, I going into that game. I I felt I felt like uh, like Brian Johnson was you know he had something to prove. Um, you know Sabathia is a seasoned veteran. Uh, he's seen the Red Sox many 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 times. So you know. Uh, it was it was going to be a game that if uh, if they were if they were going to win they had to be Sabathia. Um, finally, before Thursday, Sabathia was eight and zero against the Red Sox. So the Yankees were eight and zero while playing the Red Sox while Sabathia started. Um, so this was this was a big hump for them to get over. Um, Brian Johnson had eleven strikeouts, five innings pitched, uh, six six hits, four in runs. That is phenomenal. I mean, when 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 you look in before the series, when you look into the seri- series, everyone everyone uh, in 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 Yankees Twitterverse was like, you know, you have no Chris Sale. Um, basically, uh, you know, your your starting pitching is not going to stack up to ours, and um, you know, and Brian Johnson really really stepped up. Eleven strikeouts against this lineup. Now I know they're missing Judge. I know they're missing Gary Sanchez, who bats very well against the Red Sox, regardless of what his average is. Um, you know, in the rest of the rest of the league, but um, we know that Gary Sanchez. I mean, I, I, for one, I'm afraid of the guy. Like, and 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 we should be because he he is. If he's not already, he's growing into a bona fide Red Sox killer. I mean, I mean, look at what he always does against Price. I mean, I I believe in his last in his last. Uh, three games against Price, he has like he has like a handful of home runs against him. Um, so he really has our number. Um, so I mean, when you talk about Thursday's game, you have to talk about Steve Pierce. I mean, what can you say? Three home runs, six RBIs, uh, stepped up like he like no one has ever stepped up against the Yankees this this season before. I would probably say. Um, and I mean, you know, the bullpen. The bullpen, not a lot of people are talking about as well. I mean, they they did their job. They did fine. Four innings pitched, 
two hits, two earned runs, one walk, two strikeouts. I, I mean, that is you're when you talk about being in an effective bullpen, when you talk, I mean, you know, this is this is really it's really, you know, that's what that's what they did for Thursday. Um, you guys have anything to add for Thursday night's game? Yeah, I mean, I thought Johnson just did a good job, gave them a chance to win. I mean, you know, with him, you're not going to get that one run, eight innings, Chris Sales type of stuff, but he eight right. innings, did yeah. a fairly good job. And yeah, I mean, four earned and five against one of the best lineups in the baseball, I'll take it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I mean, uh, Betts reached, he, uh, he, he reached base six, six out of six times. Um, you, you know, I mean, I mean, everyone, everyone did their job. The first five Red Sox batters in that game had three plus hits. Uh, Mookie had four. Um, he had four, four hits and two walks. Um, so, you know, they, uh, they really, they really, uh, they really showed out on Thursday, Friday, Rick Porcello versus, uh, the ace Severino. Everyone's calling him the Cy Young winner, whatever. Everyone, everyone I was saying the Cy Young this year going into it. Um, Rick Porcello, man, complete game, one hit away from a no hitter. I I don't believe it would have been a perfect game since he since he hit um, Gardner, yeah. he hit Gardner. So it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been a perfect game, but um, you know, complete game, nine strikeouts. He only gave he he gave up a, a home run to Andujar. Um, Eighty six pitches. I mean, I mean, it's 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 un, it's unheard of. It's unheard of what he did. It was such a Pedro esque start, if you ask me. Um, Mookie Betts making an appearance at second base. <laughs> Guys, what do you think of that, huh? I mean, he did well. It. Yeah, yeah. A, I I think so. Yeah. No, uh, he, he was really excited. Like it came out last night that he actually asked to play second base, and it's it's like the first time since I believe like high school since he's played. Well, so. he he fourteen appearances at second base, which I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. Like in the major leagues, I don't remember that. But I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean that Baseball Reference has it. I, I just, I personally don't remember it. So, um, but going forward, I, I know, I know earlier, like when we were doing the podcast, we talked about Brandon Phillips and his impact on, you know, his eventual impact on the team. Um, do you guys and I know they they called up uh Matt who did they call up uh uh Tony Arena. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So do do you know do you know how he's doing so far in the minors? He's hitting like 330 in Pawtucket. I don't okay. know if there's any power there, but I don't I'll be honest, I really hadn't heard of him until well, last night. Well, you know, when you're talking about production you don't need you don't need power. From 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 whoever's playing second base. I mean, look who's played second base. You had Eduardo Nunez and, and Brock Holt, and I mean, uh, and I guess as of as of late, Ian Kinsler. I mean, th- those are all average guys. You know, like you know, they hit for average. They they don't really hit for power. So you know, when you if you can put a guy in there, just inject someone in that lineup that can that can really produce a, a decent average. I mean, you know, it's 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 kind of like that Patriot mentality that I was talking about uh, on the last episode I was on. Like, you know, it's just the next man up. You know what I mean? And that's, I think, what they're going for. Now, I, I don't I don't expect Mookie to, um, to 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 come to second base again. I think that was just more of a spur of the moment decision. Um, he did great. 
He did great. I, I mean, I I was I was listening to the game on WBEI last night, and when they said that Mookie Betts was in the infield, I you should have seen my face. <laughs> I w- I was shocked. I was like, "What are you guys talking about?" You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I mean, it was. What's up? You should have heard the TV call. They were all like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> well, because because they were like, at first, at first, Joe Castiglione was like. Oh my God! Like like Mookie's out of the game. Like Mookie's not there. And then and then and then they were like, "Oh wait a second, he's at second base." I'm like, "Oh sh- oh my God! You got to be kidding me!" He he scared me so bad. I thought I thought Mookie was out of the game, um, because I think Steve Pierce took over at right field, which I I don't really think that that's a swell idea. Um, Steve Pierce doesn't seem like the most spry player out there on the field. So putting him in one of the one of the harder right fields to defend, I think, was kind of a uh, uh, a risky decision. But at the same time, Corey's hands were tied. Like, what is he going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, I would. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I would have put a JD in right. And uh, yeah, I, well, I, mean. I don't know. I mean, at that point, it's like you know. I, I mean, when when you don't have Mookie Betts in in right field, it's like you know. Okay, anybody else you put there except for maybe maybe Jackie Bradley Jr., maybe Ben Intendi, it's really going to be a downgrade defensively. But again, I mean, you know, you, you're talking to, you're talking about the amount of uh, injuries, which we'll get into in a little bit, uh, that the Red Sox have endured. Um, you know, you your options are very limited. Um, so yeah, Rick Barcelo, a, a gem, a gem last night. Um, what else are we getting into? Severino really not looking like himself, although he only gave up foreign runs. You know, that's, uh, that's, it's, it's not, it's not bad. It's not bad when you go into a start against this Red Sox lineup. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you expect to give up some runs. Um, and I just, I, I don't understand how, how Yankees fans can be on this guy's back. I, I mean, you know, losing to the Royals, that's one thing, you know, it happens, whatever. But like, he gave up four earned runs against against I mean the probably the best lineup in baseball I could I could I could securely say. Um and I mean he his offense just didn't step up to him or, you know for him. You know what I mean? Like uh Judge and Gary could have helped out again there. And I think this um this lineup, the Yankee this Yankees lineup is really getting exposed this weekend. What do you guys think? I mean, like this isn't the same lineup that we've seen in the last two series. Yeah, with with them, it's all all or nothing because they don't have players who can consistently hit for average. It's, it's home run or bust. Yeah, it's yeah. all strikeout looking or hit one six hundred feet. Exactly, exactly. So, <clears throat> I I I think you know um, playing playing against a lineup like that. I I am I am happy with because you know if you, when you when you when you want to talk about uh, home run or bust, look what happened. Look what happened against BJ. Eleven strikeouts. Who would have ever predicted that? I mean, look what happened yesterday. You you had you had Rick Porcello who had a complete game in eighty six pitches. What does that mean? That means that they're trying to jump on pitches way too early. Okay, and they're just not executing, and they're they're all just having they're they're all just not having that type of game where they are hit, constantly hitting home runs, and that's what happens. So you know, um, and 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 about last night's game and Friday, Steve Pierce again, yeah, Steve Pierce again. I, I mean, what what this guy can do no 
wrong. This guy can do no wrong. And and I I'm loving it. I'm loving it. He, you know, I I and I want to go into um I want to go into the the some uh some trade acquisitions in a in a in a bit, but I I do want to go into uh looking ahead to today's game. Today is is Saturday, Saturday the 4th of August. Um we have pitching for us is Nathan Eovaldi making a second start. He's four and four overall in the season with a 3.80 RA. And we are facing Chance Adams. Now, Chance Adams, <clears throat> I had a chance to look up his um his scouting report the other day. Now the Red Sox did see him in spring training. Um, he has a mid-90s fastball with a below average changeup. Um, he has a decent slider with an established curveball. Nothing that the Red Sox can't handle. He's not going out there and throwing screwballs, guys. I mean, we we can we can hit this guy, you know what I mean? Um, and it's his major league debut. You know, you have all of the emotions that go with that. Um, and and he's starting at Fenway, guys. How's Chance Adams going to do tonight, or rather today? I mean, you are kind of throwing him to the wolves there. First career start, Red Sox, yeah. Yankees. You can make the case a must win for the Yankees because yeah. they need to get out here with a split. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I agree, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I think this is in a very this is this is a very important game. And also, I mean, when you when you talk about um, a a game that is must win for either team, guys, today's game could be a very very momentum filled game. Um, you know. When you talk about the division, I mean, Red Sox win this game, they'll be they'll be up eight and a half. They could they could lose Sunday. They could lose Sunday's game. They could lose tomorrow's game. You know, they got they got Price, Anthony's favorite pitcher, going out there tomorrow. You know what I mean? And 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 he usually doesn't do so well against the Yankees. I, I would say that you know the numbers are the numbers. And they could they can afford to lose tomorrow's game and still be up seven and a half games. I mean, that is just such a comfortable position to be in. And I mean, I trust this team. I trust I trust the manager. I trust everybody on this team. Um, Speaking, I, I mean, I want to add to that. I think at the yeah. beginning of the series, you know, the the Yankees jumped out to a three zero lead, whatever, in the first three innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one thing that we talked about in an earlier podcast was was this week was going to show what the Red Sox really had. They split yeah. with the Phillies. Um, it didn't look good starting out, but obviously the bats came alive um, in Thursday night's game. Um, after that game, I think it just took the, I think it took the wind out of the Yankees. And I think yeah. that now with after yesterday's game and everything that happened in that game, and I want to touch on one other thing before we move on. Yeah. Um, I think yesterday's game really proved that the Yankees know their their backs up against the wall now. You know, they're they're seven and a half games out. Um, it could be eight and a half games out with they know who they have pitching today, and the possibility, uh, or what you know what's to come. So I we talked about it when we came back from the All Star break that the Yankees were you know going to drop down. I think this is it for the Yankees. I think this series is really going to show if if the Red Sox sweep that the Yankees are, are 
not going to mail it in, but they know that they're they're playing for a wild card spot. Yeah, no, and, and, yeah. And Oakland, Oakland opening today is only four and a half games out, uh, and I believe winners out of thirty four out of the last forty one games. So they're on a hot streak coming. So, you know, the Yankees know that this is it. It's you know this our season's on the line as far as trying to to win a division, and you know now they got Oakland breathing down their neck. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it, very, very, very good point. I, I mean, you know, these games, when you when you talk about a division race, these games mean so, so, so much. I, I mean, you know, these it, it, say say, for instance, uh, the Red Sox, they 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 sweep the Yankees uh, by four games. And then, you know, you you go you go into uh, into the last series of the division. I mean. <clears throat> that 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 lead is going to be tremendous because of these games. That's why, you know, I I I said uh, the last episode I was on, I was I said that I don't I don't think that they're going to get be get into any more fights. You know, these teams are 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 smart enough to realize that you know you can't be just like throwing at, at, at batters and just like you know you want to fight each other and whatever like you got to be smarter than that like we can't we can't afford to lose um say someone like jd martinez or mookie Betts or whoever wants to go out there and and fight for and then lose them for sunday's game like you know the, this i still think when 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 judge and gary come back to the yankees lineup they're gonna they're gonna pick they're gonna pick up the the pace again you know what i mean um and they're gonna they may go on a little hot streak, you know. You gotta give it to them. I mean, they are a good team, you know what I mean? They're still a hundred, a hundred win caliber team. Um, but again, I mean, these 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 games are so important that you know the every every game counts. Every game counts. So, you know, when it comes down to the wire towards the end of the season, um, you know, it's it's really gonna show. Um now I wanna go back to my favorite um moment of the series um as if you guys if you guys were watching uh Gardner got hit on an 0-2 pitch uh I mean I don't think that that would be intentional at all that makes no sense yeah I'm silly um and then and then uh Severino was was headhunting against Mookie Betts um I mean that in itself shows you know uh, uh, as Manny Machado would say, what they got going on over there in that organization. Um, now, my that's not my favorite part of the the, the series. Um, getting to that, so when Cora got uh, interviewed um, last night in the in the in the post game uh, press conference, someone brought up um, the, the the head the head hunting by by Severino and Alex Cora. Uh, he re- he responded with, uh, "We scored four. We scored four runs in in uh, under four innings pitches at a quality start, and then Mike dropped and then walked off. That is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I love Alex Cora, and he's my manager. And just give him a lifetime contract. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, you would never see Farrell do that. Hell no, <laughs> absolutely not. And I mean." Yeah, he was obviously livid over the warning calls and just felt like doing that, and I liked it. I mean, why not? 
why not? Yeah. You just kind of kick kick their teeth for the past two nights. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that he I think that he learned from Brady this week. Brady, you know, dropping the mic and walking off. Yeah, at, at, at Patriots camp. So, I mean, it, it shows what. It, it, it shows that he's got his players back. And yeah. we already knew that before all, before that happened. But, I mean, if I'm a player for him, you know, I'm going to do anything that I could possibly do for you now. You showed that you have our back. It was a simple call. You know, you went out there. You know, the, the umpire the umpire jumped to conclusions on, on throwing him out so quickly. But – you know, he wasn't going to back down. And if you listen to the telecast, I mean, you can hear he was dropping F-bombs at him, you know, without he, – he's going to get his money's worth. He's already kicked out, so he's getting fined, so he might as well get what he can. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that just fired his team up even more. Mm-hmm. You know, they did what they had to do last night to get out, you know, get out, get through that game. You know, I, I just think that you woke up a team that – is already doing well, and you woke up up. You know, you woke up even more of a sleeping dragon with them. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited. This team is this team is very exciting, you know. And, and I give it to Mookie Betts for, you know, Severino goes in, you know, high and tight on his head, and it looked like he wanted to go after him, but you know, he just held his own, took his base, and moved on. Yeah. No. And he. You know, keep keep keeping your composure in a division race. I think is uh, is is very very key. You know, um, I mean, you you know as well. You guys know as well as I do. Mookie Betts is very good at two things. He's good at he's good at baseball. He's good at bowling. I don't know if he's good at fighting. You know what I mean? So I I need Mookie. I just I need you to just. You know, own this, own this guy in the way that you know best, and get on base. Do whatever you can to get on base, because you know what? At the end of the day, getting 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 into a fight, charging a mound, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't put you on base. You know what I mean? That that does nothing for me. So you know, and I love I love the emotion that everyone gives in this Yankees Red Sox series, um, in this in this rivalry. I, I, but you know, again, I'm I am very I am very high on the idea that um, you know. These these games are very important, and you can't afford to lose uh, someone someone that as that's very important like that um, for something silly, um, you know. And then they ended up beating Severino anyway, um, making him basically look like uh, you know an average pitcher at best. So um, very exciting stuff. Um, can't wait to see Steve Pierce hit another home run tonight at least. Um, so, uh, let's get into, I just want to go into real quick, um, an injury update. Now, um, I know, uh, I know I, the Red Sox have a lot going on in that, um, you know, and when you talk about, you know, the Yankees have injuries, I uh, fine. They, ha- they have injuries. Uh, Jay Happ has, has, uh, hand, foot, ear, forehead <laughs> disease, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Um, and, uh, Gary Sanchez is hurt and, uh, Aaron Judge is hurt and, uh, um, Clint Frazier has a concussion again. Um, and then we go to the Reds. I think, I think that's it for them. And then we go to the Red Sox. Uh, so I'm going to read down, um, all the players. These are all the players that are on a 10 day DL. 
uh, Blake Swihart. I think Ian Kinsler is officially on a 10-day deal after last night. Rafael Devers, Chris Sale, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, Stephen Wright, uh, Dustin Pedroia, uh, Christian Vaz. Uh, guys, am I missing anybody? I think you got I think you got the whole second second team that can go out there and yeah and employ. <laughs> Actually, I think let's see. Is it catcher Kinsler at short, Devers at third, Pedroia at second, Vasquez at yeah? That's <laughs> call call up a couple of minor leaguers. You can just pl- plug them in. Yeah, yeah, they can they can face the Yankees today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know this. <laughs> The Red Sox are really—they're hurting as well, and it, it makes you—it makes you, you know. Again, I want to—I want to emphasize again the next man up mentality. I mean, you know, you have—you have bets. I'll go anywhere. I'll play anywhere. Great. You know what I mean? Uh, Steve Pierce. I'll hit—I'll hit any any pitch that you give me. I'll put us in a position to win. Uh, you know, uh, Sale, Sale, and Erod are on are, are on the DL. Uh, BJ and Porcello. Guys, I'm gonna step up. You know, uh, I'm the, we're gonna we're gonna throw gems. I mean, it, it it is just it is amazing to see. And you know, going into this series, I was very um, skeptical. I'm not even gonna lie, guys. I was very skeptical on how this team is gonna perform without Chris Sale. Um, you know, I I know I know I know that I know that Chris Sale is probably the second or third best player on the Red Sox um, when you talk about value um, and they didn't have him for this series. He pitches very, very well against the Yankees constantly. Um, so I wanted to see how this, how this team would, would react to that. And I think they've reacted better than I think even they expected. Honestly, what do you guys think? Yeah, definitely. And I, I'll go back to the first game with Johnson doing well and the offense just exploding. Because even sometimes when Sale doesn't do or does do well, they can't get any run support for him. So yeah. I'm mean, just to put up a 15 spot in that. Because I once Sale went in the deal, I said, okay, that Brian Johnson game is a loss, and to win that is great. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it it wasn't it wasn't ideal for excuse me, it wasn't ideal for Brian Johnson to um, you know start that game but in hindsight you know i think he like i said like i think he's he's a guy that can put his team in a position to win um i also think that um that that hector velasquez is a guy like that too um he's a guy that i've been really like i've been wanting him to start for a long like for a long time i i think he should have been the rotation starter over Brian Johnson, but you know Brian Johnson hasn't been has been doing too shabby himself either. So I I, I can't I can't be uh, I can't be mad. Um, now uh, anybody Matt, let's uh, you want to go into uh, promotions uh, in the minor league system? Yeah, sure. So there were a lot, a few notable ones. Uh, Josh Okami to Pawtucket after Adam Lind opted out. He's a first baseman there and. Uh, Adam Lind had an opt-out on his contract, exercised that. He wasn't doing anything anyway. Uh, Mike yeah. Schworn, also to Pawtucket. He's got a, I believe, a mid-3Z array. He can strike out a lot, but also walks a ton of batters. So has the stuff, but if you can figure out the command, he'll be great. Yeah. 
Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck to Portland has great power and walks a lot. He's kind of come on in the past month here. It's just, I think he's near 30 home runs now. Yeah, that, that kid's going to be amazing. Yeah. Bobby Dahlbeck? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like lighting it up. He, he's lightening up in the minor leagues, and they just moved him up, so he may end up getting a September call-up. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I, I would, I would, I would appreciate that. I was, I would, I would like to see that honestly. It's interesting. He's at third, and Chavez has been pretty bad since his suspension. Yeah. Also, uh, Durbin Fultman to Salem. Some scouts say he could be in the bigs this year, even though he was drafted this year. His fastball is a hundred, and he's got a great slider. So those yeah, are the other ones. He has that. He has that wipeout slider um, that he's developed. Um, I know, uh, I believe it was the first episode we talked about Durbin Feltman. Um, and I, I am so high on this kid. I think he's going to do great things. I think he, I, yeah, like I, I think, I think he will come in to, um, to the majors this, this, this year. I would, I would like to see that, um, you know, and I, I compared him the way, the style that he pitches to K-Rod in his, in his heyday. Uh, when you talk about a guy, uh, you know, a notable reliever, a closer that can um, that can pitch with emotion and uh, and 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 and, p- and pitch with efficiency. Uh, I mean, K. Rod in his prime was, I mean, as good as anybody else, as good as Mariano, as good as any of the, the, those guys. So, um, you know, he he has a lot of uh, body language after after his pitch. As K Rod did, he would step over himself after each and every pitch. I don't know if you guys remember. Um, and and Durbin Feltman is a lot like that. Um, so I think, you know, for me personally, I think that uh, you know, uh, relievers who are a bit uh, crazy, you could say, I love them. I love them. I mean, there's 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 nothing better than a than a, a, a psychologically dominating closer. Um, so you know, I think Durbin Feltman can really turn into that guy, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see him. You know, if he comes up to the to the majors this season, I'm I am very excited to see what he could do. Um, so you know, I, I think uh, also adding to that, uh, not really promotion, but uh, Brandon Phillips hit a three run uh, walk off home run for for Pawtucket last night. Um, so that's, that's something to note too. Uh, I, I think, uh, I think he come up and, and help this team out, uh, in, in Ian Kinsler's absence. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, we'll see, there are options. There are options now that we don't have to worry about trading these guys for the rest of the season, you know, uh, for the most part. Um, I mean, you know, let's work on developing these guys and then see what, you know, who's who and, and, and who's what, and then, you know, we'll see who gets called up uh, towards the end of the season. So, um, Anthony, what did you want to go into? Or did you want to add to anything? I think that you, what you're starting to see is that for, for a farm system that is somewhat depleted, you're starting to see the have and have nots of the farm system really start to come up and, and, and show what they got. Yeah. So, you know, we the, the the Red Sox are stacked in certain positions, but if some of these guys are showing that they're you know versatile even on in, in the major leagues, and I'm sure you got some in the minor leagues that can do the same. So you know, at least for this season and the coming season, you know, I think that the the Red Sox are fine. Uh, you know, everybody's making a big deal of, of their 
of their minor league system, but I don't see it as a problem, you know, and no. as far as the big club, you know, everybody is, is jumping on the relievers, everybody in the main media, you know, the relievers, this relievers that they're doing their job and that's all they got to do. Exactly. You know, at the end of the day, this team's on a pace for 112 wins uh, for a team for a Red Sox history. That's never won hundred games. Right. So, you know, it, it's, it's it's looking good for them. I mean, you really can't complain. Yeah, I mean that that's that's shocking to me that that the Red Sox as a team have never won uh, more more than a hundred games. Um, now, as a, just as a side note, uh, I just I just looked it up the 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 bullpen numbers for the Red Sox. They rank fifth in ERA, three point three three five ERA, um, and I mean you know is that, that American League or overall? That's overall. That's overall. That's 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 uh, that's all thirty teams, um, and that's as of today. So I mean, you know, who, they're... who can complain? Oh wait, no. the Homer, the Homer ass uh, Boston <laughs> media, or yeah. don't want to. No, I'll take that back. The ones that don't want to be homers. Yeah, I, I mean, if if you guys, I think uh, Anthony, help me out here. I think I think Dan Shaughnessy came out with a with with some sort of. Uh, um, uh, article recently that said uh, the the Red Sox are on pace to be historically one of the best Red Sox team ever, and and that's like not a good thing for baseball or something along those lines. Like when I read that headline, I was like, man, like you know, any anybody anybody will just you know the the you know what I mean? Like it's 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 a little ridiculous, you know, like like how you can't appreciate greatness. Well, you know. Yeah, whatever. This 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 city honestly could win, you know, every title across the board in 2018 and 19, and they'd still find something to complain about. Yeah. I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous that you can even come out with a headline like that. Like they say baseball's dead. All right. To the extent maybe, you know, around the league there, you know, uh overall the the overall product of baseball is not good, but the Yankee Red Sox rivalry is good for baseball. They did 11.2 uh, yesterday for, um, what do you call it? Ratings. For um, ratings. Yeah. yeah, for ratings. 11.2. That That's great, you know, but baseball's dead. According yeah. to who? Shaughnessy? Maybe he's got hand, foot, mouth disease or whatever. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you, you just can't make any of these guys happy. Yeah. You, no, you, I, you, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. No, yeah, and those and those guys, Felger and Maz and and everyone else. I mean, I'm I'm in Jersey. I don't listen to them. I got more of uh, Mike Francesa going on over here, and, and oh my god, I Michael K. Oh. It's it's all about getting ratings. Say what yeah. you can, so you can crap on every team that there is. So you know people will tune you in just to hear you. It, it, I mean, uh, just getting off subject, but I was listening to Toucher and Rich yesterday morning. A guy called in. I don't know if he was drunk or not, but he called in. And he was like, "Look, you guys ain't funny anymore. You guys, you know, it's not the same show. Fred's not here. You're not. You can't even handle the show. You're waiting for Albert Breer to come on, you know, in ten minutes before you before you say anything. And, and the show's just dead. He's like, you know, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? You want me to come over to your house and and like make jokes for you? They're like, no. We turn on these shows in the morning or in the afternoon and the evening." Because we want to listen to sports talk or we want to listen to something good. Right. We, you know, why turn them on 
if you're going to give us crap. I can't even. I listened to Toucher and Rich for for years, you know, and I would jump over to WEI before I I trolled them many times by calling in, and they're like, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but I called. I, I went back and forth with with Kirk Minahan many times, you know, and I would go on the show, and he's like, you know, who are the Patriots playing? I'm like, I don't know. You called me. Who are they playing? I don't know. He's like, you don't even know who the Patriots are playing. You run a website and you yeah. don't even know who the Patriots are playing. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know who you tell me. You tell me. Yeah. That's, you know, but it's pretty sad after that. Like, you know, I got 600, 600 new followers because you plugged me for being stupid with you. Right. You know, but I, I just don't get it. And then, you know, this could be a rant if you want, but the Boston media all around is just absolutely horrible. Yeah, this is officially uh, your rent session, so. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to end it now because I can go for another 30 minutes. <laughs> That's a, We'll have a separate episode for that. Um, <laughs> we're going right. to have just a me and Zach rant episode. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to go back and forth at each other, ranting at each other about the, the dumb crap that goes on in the media. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Michael to put a, like a, a faint a faint playing of a violin in the background too while you guys do this. So <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, right, moving on. Right, yeah, mo- moving on. Uh, I want to touch on um, the um, and 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 we need to remember being unbiased here, guys. Okay. Um, uh, I want to I want to talk about um, does Mookie Betts have. A, a legitimate chance to beat out Mike Trout for for MVP this season. Um, when when you look at when you look at their comparing numbers, um, Trout Trout has eight, eighteen more games played. Um, he he, uh, I mean, because Mookie had that had that uh, had that injury um, earlier in the season where he missed a bunch of games. Um, Mookie Betts has more hits. He has more. Doubles. He has five less home runs. He has three. L- listen to this. So, so Mookie Betts leading off for the entire season. He has only three less RBIs than Mike Trout. I mean that that is that is insane to me. Um, you know when 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 you when you when you talk about RBI production from the from the leadoff spot as opposed to Mike Trout, who I don't think he's let off in his entire career. Um, I think this season he's been hitting third, third or fourth. I think yeah, he's. Usually two or three. Yeah, two or three. Right. Um, I think Albert Pujols is usually hitting fourth in that lineup, or Justin Upton, one of the two. Um, stolen bases are even at twenty-one. Uh, Mike Trout walks basically twice as much as Mookie Betts. Um, on the contrary, Mookie Betts strikes out almost half as much as as Mike Trout does. Now we're getting into the slash lines here. Um, batting average, uh, Mookie Betts. On base percentage, Mike Trout slugging Mookie Betts. Guys, the OPSs, Mookie Betts ten eighty two, Mike Trout ten eighty three. This is really close. I mean, it is closer than a lot of people expected to. And when you have slash lines this close, I think voters are going to look at um, they're going to look at defense. They're going to look at walks. They're going to look at home runs, obviously, because it's a home run driven game. And I think uh, the game, the games played, has somewhat of a of a. I mean, it has it has it's it's very crucial, you know. Um, and then and then what you know when you look at when you look at WAR, 
Um, Mike Trout almost has a full. He has a, he so he has seven point seven. Mookie Betts has six point nine. Now again, that could be attributed to the games played, um, but you know we don't see this a lot on the East Coast um, because of you know uh, the 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 games time the game game times played of Mike Trout and everything else. But I mean, Mike Trout is a hell of a fielder. I mean, you know he I think he's robbed at least three home runs this season. Um, you know, and and my I mean that that. That that has you know that I'm not downplaying Mookie at all, but I mean you know, if anything, what I'm trying to say is that it, it, this is a very 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 tight race for the MVP award. Um, and I mean honestly, uh, if it, if it came down to today, um, and with the numbers I just gave you guys, who is your MVP for the season? It's so close, you can't really make a clear argument either way. But I would you have to give it to Betts just because his team is gonna win hundred ten games while Trout won't sniff the playoffs. And I know I wish voters cared more about the actual valuable part of the award, you know. How far does your team go? How good is your team? Because yeah. Trout's I mean it's not his fault that he's on the Angels really, but um I think there's something to be said for team record in a clay in a race this close yeah no and and i i agree i agree i, I mean you know like you said trout did trout didn't ask to be uh you know well not that he didn't ask to be on on the angels let's say we shouldn't say that we should we should say it more as uh you know um trout can't handpick who he wants in his lineup and neither can bets i mean you know when it when it comes down to it so you know um yeah, I mean this this is a this is a very tight race for for MVP, um, you know, and you you can't you can't count out Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez is is putting together I, not I don't think as quietly as I'd like to say, but um, he yeah I mean I mean J Ram is putting together a hell of a season. I, I mean he he has thirty he has thirty two home runs. I think how many does JD have? Thirty one. He has thirty two. Thirty two. Yeah. So he's so he's tied for home runs. Uh, he has seventy nine RBIs. Uh, he has a three hundred average, four oh eight on base percentage, and a six twenty eight slugging. That's good for ten thirty five OPS. It's still behind Trout and Mookie Betts, but I mean he's he's right there as well. And I mean you know as far as WAR goes, he has a higher WAR than Mookie Betts, but I mean you know right field is 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 such a harder uh, it's such a harder position to play, especially in Fenway half the season. So. Um, you know, I mean, Jose Ramirez is right there as well. Um, I, honestly, you know, I, I would love to see Mookie Betts get it. Um, you know, but if Trout or or J Ram got got the award as well, I mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be totally shocked. Um, you know, and and I I just want to add that last night. Mookie Betts showing up at second base, it says a lot about who he is as a valued player. Um, excuse me. You can't you can't put Mike Trout at second base. Oh, well, you know, I mean, honestly, if, if you really wanted to, I'm sure you could. But, I mean, he's never seen time there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Mookie Betts looked looked amazing at, at second base last night, and, and he has that experience that, that has to add to his value, no? Wouldn't you guys think? Yeah, there's something to be said for versatility. 
and how you can, you know, do anything the team asks you to want and do it well. Yeah, yeah. Go, Anthony, I think I think uh, I think Trout gets it gets MVP at this moment because of um, fan popularity. Yeah. Where overall he's more popular than Mookie Betts is. Mookie Betts is, you know, popular in the Boston market or whatever. You know, he's known for his bowling and stuff like that. But I think overall Trout just has a more wider, wider range. Um, For Betts to get it, if he keeps up the numbers that he's keeping up, I think it's going to have to be, you know, where he strings back-to-back games of, you know, spectacular plays or, you know, walk-off home runs, you know, something to keep his name out there. Mm -hmm. And that's going to have to happen at the end of the season when they get ready to vote. That is what I think could propel him to get it if all the numbers are similar. And it's like, like Matt said, it's unfortunate that, it's, you know, this game is not geared towards what you do completely on the field uh, and, and the value of what you are. Right. Right. No, I, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, you know, like you like you said, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Trout won it. Um, you know, I, I really I really it, it sucks for Mookie Betts that he has to go up against one of the best players of all time in order to prove that he could win an MVP award. You know what I mean? Like, Mike, when when you look at the greatness of Mike Trout, I mean, as far as war goes, he, guys, he already has a higher war than half of the Hall of Fame. He's twenty. What? He's he's twenty six, twenty seven. That's unheard of. That's unheard of. He has a higher war than Vladimir Guerrero already. He's a higher war than David Ortiz, which I know he's a designated hitter. He's a higher war than uh, I mean, there's there's a bunch of other guys that you could say. I, I mean, you know, maybe you could point out the flaws of war in that argument as well. But um, you know, I mean, this is this is a I mean, and and you know what? If Mookie Betts wins this MVP, I, I mean, I could you could honestly say that Mookie Betts is right up there with Mike Trout as far as like uh, you know current value of a player. I mean, you know. Bets can do it all, man. You know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so, so proud to, to say that he's on my team, and uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see. I, I, I think you're right. I think, I think it could come down towards the end of the season. Um, you know, I mean, he's contributing to this team that's getting, that's poised to get over 105 wins, um, and uh, you know, it's going to be exciting to see in the future. Um, so. Uh, just as a side note, I just want to point out that Vegas uh, has the odds on the Yankees winning the uh, the division. It's at twelve percent. Guys, comments. Oof, that's <laughs> oof, rough. Oof, oof is right. Oof is right, man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know they have a they have a ten percent of winning the World Series, um, and I think the Red Sox. I want to say they have a uh, uh, they have. I'm looking at it right now. They have a twenty one percent chance to win the world series um i'm not sure if that's an if that's just an al thing or if that's an overall thing but i mean i i, I do i do want to say that that is probably the best um percentage in baseball to win the world series so um like i said 
I, I think this is uh, this is one of the one one of the one of the best Red Sox teams uh, you know we've ever seen. Best, I, I, I think I think it's one of the best teams I've ever seen in my lifetime. Um, you know, uh, what, yeah. what do you guys think about that aspect? If they win 110 games and win the World Series, it could go down as the greatest team ever. Yeah, greatest Red Sox team ever. We'll put it. Yeah. Way. Well. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, again, it's it's definitely a good time in Boston history, you know, and sports history to be watching this and see where it goes. I mean, it's you want to turn on the TV every night to see what's going to happen. I mean, I don't get a chance to watch a lot of baseball games, but I've been glued to, uh, you know, TV um, since the Philly series, you know, yeah. night after night watching it. And as long as I can, you know, my work schedule prevails. Uh, we'll be glued to the TV at night. So, yeah. yeah. Closing thoughts, guys. Um, I mean, I think the Red Sox have been doing everything right. They could do no wrong. Um, you know, we, we're very fortunate to be watching this team. Like I said, um, I I really can't wait to see how the the, the Red Sox and the Yankees play today at four o'clock. Um, it's gonna be exciting and. I also, I know, you know, a lot of people out there may not like it, but I can't wait to see how David Price does tomorrow against this this uh, this lineup. I think him getting over the hump of finally, you know, doing great against the Yankees will propel him into his future starts and possibly into the playoffs. So uh, look for Sunday's game to be uh, to be very pivotal for that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to to. To the rest of the season with this team so go socks matt mike closing thoughts yeah justin i wish i had as much price optimism as you but <laughs> i can't say that i uh am looking forward to him under the bright lights on sunday night so yeah. hopefully evaldi can have a good start win the series today and then just cross your fingers for tomorrow night yeah yeah we'll see we'll see you know yeah, I'm still going for the four game sweep. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. No, so, I, I, I would love it. I would love it. All right. Well, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you for joining us on this uh, Red Sox edition of Boston Sports Extra podcast. Uh, we ask you guys, you can look for us on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio. We encourage you to download us, rate us wherever you can. Um, until next time, go Red Sox. Peace, guys. Peace.